0: Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast about art, life, and creativity. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by hookingrugs.com. Be sure to go over to my website and find out all about rug hooking, creativity, and art. Create beauty every day. Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick from Deanne Fitzpatrick Rug Hooking Studio, and I'm here to share with you um, just a few stories. Um, I want to tell you about my Sunday letters and read you a couple of them. Because the Sunday letters are, um, well, they're what we send out every Sunday to our newsletter subscribers. And they basically tell you, uh, well, they tell you what's happening in the studio so that you know. But what they really do is give you an insight, I think, into um, art life and creativity around rug hooking. And what I do is each Sunday I write a little letter and I share, um, I share uh, my stories with you. And sometimes it's a poem, sometimes it's prose, but I really try to give you an, something interesting and beautiful to read on Sunday mornings. So this morning, our first, uh, the first letter that we're going to look at will be this morning's letter and what i talked about this morning is my brush with fame <laughs> and if you um if you know me uh, which many of you do because you've been following me for a long time on, on, uh, on honkingrugs.com, on our Instagram or Facebook. Or we've been doing the lives for three years now. We started them uh, with COVID. So every Thursday we have a live. And I think many of you do know lots about me. And you know that I have a book about the Sunday letters. Um, well, this morning, I just want to share with you um, the letter that I wrote, uh, for today. And I just got to bring it up here. Just give me one second. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. There we go. And I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read you a couple more and we're going to talk about them. So it's called my brush with fame. In the nineties, I used to sell my hooked rugs at the Nova Scotia Folk Art Festival. And at that time it was a soiree. Folk artists would gather from all over Nova Scotia, and for four hours on a Sunday afternoon, we would sell our wares. For many consecutive summers, I sold my whole winter's work at the festival in just a few hours. We would drive down in the morning, get up at five in the morning, and set up our booth, and people from all over the world who summered on Nova Scotia's south shore would scramble in and buy up all the folk art. People would take the tag, pay for the art, and then come back and pick it up at 4 o'clock so everyone got a chance to see what was on display. By 2.30 or 3, the crowd had thinned out and most of the art was sold. It was an amazing experience. It was run by this couple, Pat and Robin, who were kind and charming and relaxed. They were helped by many locals, including my friend Doris Eaton and her husband Ron. Pat and Robin and their board made the rules, and it was all over at 5 p.m. on Sunday, and then they dragged out cases of beer and a box of wine and some chips. It was really something in those days, just simple but beautiful. I would stand before my rugs, and people would take the tags and go pay Pat. The volunteers did it completely for the artists. The society took very little. They wanted to showcase our art. It was always interesting to see who came each year. There would always be someone well-known or famous in a crowd of lots of interesting people. Writers, though, in Canada at least, are not often so famous that we recognize them. So lovely for them, really. They can sell a million books and mostly just walk around unnoticed. At that time, my favorite author was Brian Moore, an older Irish writer, and I'd read many of his books, and I'd been moved by them. One day at the festival, the crowd had thinned out, and I was standing before my work, most of which was sold, so I was just waiting, really. Along comes this older gentleman, in dark pants and a blue sweater, and he just stands there in front of my rugs for five minutes, with his hand on his chin and his index fingers over his lip, and stares at my rug. I knew who it was. It was my favorite author. It was Brian Moore, standing there looking at my rugs. All I did was nod my head, tilt my chin, make quick eye contact. I stayed quiet. I was a combination of being too shy and not wanting to bother him, you know. I never told him I had read so many of his books or that I admired his writings. I was just happy that he was interested enough in my rugs to stay before them for about five minutes." Then a pretty colorfully dressed woman came. They chatted for a moment and went off, and that was it. I never spoke. This morning that memory came back to me as I got ready for my day. At first I thought I would speak to him easily, and I could, yes, I still could, I could, but still I might not, because I liked watching watching him being transfixed by that these rugs that I made with my own two hands. In some ways, it might be a better memory to think of an artist you like being interested in your work. I think, though, that he would have been surprised to hear that the young rug hooker who had held him in such esteem and had read so many of his books. Still, it would have just been a few words, neither here nor there. Instead, I have this picture of him in my head, looking at my rugs so deeply, and that still gives me confidence that, indeed, I am doing something worth seeing. So that is just a little glimpse into my Sunday letters each week I write to you I write to you about um, my life uh, the joy of uh, making about creating I write to you because I write to you because I write to be quite honest I write to you because I want to keep writing and I want to sort of flex my muscles around Uh, what I have to say and rug hooking is what has given me a voice but that voice has a lot to do with creating beauty every day and not just making rugs and we can create beauty in every day in so many different ways so I just wanted to thank you for being with me for pulling in every once in a while to the create beauty every day podcast Um, I'm going to continue to interview people here and um, I'm going to um always keep my uh, heart uh, into my work. Uh, that's really what I want to do. And that, and so in that way, that I'm sharing not only my rug hooking with you, but a bit of my heart and a bit of my life. So I'm going to read you one more and then we're going to wrap up. And this is Another Man in a Parking Lot. I was going to the liquor store ten thirty one morning. I hardly ever go. And when I do, it's part of my errands. A very elderly man was walking out with a uh, walking out the door with a small bag and a cane. I said, how are you today? And I tilted my head towards him and he gave me the most profound answer. I have no idea if he meant what I thought I thought he did, but it resonated with me. He said, I'm getting ready. And he said it with intent and with charm. And he was not grumpy. He was just telling, telling it to me the way he saw it. I was just left to wonder. I don't know if he was getting ready for a storm, getting ready to meet his maker, or what he was preparing for. But I had my own ideas. He kept on walking, or I might have asked him. He did not seem unhappy. He was just prepared for what was coming, and he was comfortable letting me know. His little bag was part of it all, whatever it was. Sometimes I find the simplest, smallest interaction in our day le- leads me to really think about life. That man's response has come back to me time and time again. I myself was going to, to the store to buy a pint of Hennessy to take to Igor's. He, he works with us. Um, uh, and He and his wife, Marina, were having all the staff over to his house for dinner. I, too, was getting ready. When he first came, um, someone asked him if he liked vodka. This was Igor, and he quickly said he preferred Hennessy. I remembered. I was ready. My readiness was for a gathering, a feast, a time of joy. I was lucky. Being ready. I would like to think I'm ready for anything, but I know I am not. There is so much for which we can prepare, and so much we can be ready for, and there are things we cannot be, and that is the truth of life. I know who I am and what I am like. I will do my best to be ready, but I won't spend my days for getting ready for what I don't know what. I will try not to imagine how things could be, good or bad, because I know that we cannot really be prepared for everything. I enter each day like a prayer hopeful and ready for good things to seek out and find the good in others. Anything else just feels like worry, and I do that too. I just catch myself and pull myself back. So to the man in the parking lot, I am ready too in my own way. But right now, I am here with you, and we are having a moment, and that moment is good. Bless you for making me think, for answering my how are you with sincerity and thought. I'll take that. Thank you. So that was another Sunday letter. And so I'm sharing these letters here with you because one of the things I want you to do is I want you to subscribe to the letters. So just go over to my website and right at the very top, you can join the letters. Um, if you look at the website, there's a little line at the very top and it says, sign up for the Sunday letters. If you scroll down, there's another little square that says, get the Sunday letters. And I hope you will get the Sunday letters and that you'll register for them and that you'll hear from me every week. And that sometimes, even if you answer the letters, I'll usually try and answer you back. So, thank you. Sign up for the Sunday letters at hookingrugs.com. Bye bye. This podcast was brought to you by Create by uh, this podcast was actually brought to you by Deanne Fitzpatrick Studio. That's me and hookingrugs.com where we believe it's important to create beauty every day. Thank you for listening to Create Beauty Every Day. The podcast was brought to you by HookingRugs.com. Be sure to go over to HookingRugs.com and learn all about how you can create beauty every day.